0: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smashbot. I'm getting out of this jungle dump. <laughs> I'm fed up to here with this treasure hunt business. Yeah! Ira, you miserable worm, you lied to me. You said she was a city girl. Out of her element. Just get her in the map and bring him back. Piece of cake. Piece of cake, my butt. What went wrong? I'll
1: tell you what went wrong. Ah!
0: First of all, guess who else is here? You're dead right, Solo. What? Secondly, she's got herself a partner. Like shooting holes and everything. The minimum price for taking a stranded woman to a telephone is $400. $375 in traveler's checks? Not a deal. That's just the beginning of what's going on down here. There's nothing you can say that'll make me go back into that hellhole.
1: Don't bring that up, Ira. Ira, stop it! <laughs> All right, I'll go back. But this time, you're coming with me. Hello, and welcome to Smursh Pod 3, the podcast that relights the fire of 80s action movies and celebrate the decade where the explosion was king. He was, he was king. <laughs> and as I've pointed out before, explosions are a man.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Because... They blow up. Women don't blow up.
0: When men blow off. They don't blow up, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you tend to find that most explosions are caused by men.
0: Men blowing off. Up. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm talking about blowing off. <laughs> Love blow off. As a term, blow off. It's hard to beat, isn't it? You've done a blow time. off. <laughs> it's just a brilliant thing to say to someone. Sorry. Carry on. Hi.
1: I'm trying to keep this high brow by so talking shy. about gendering <laughs> explosions. You're talking about farts. What's going on?
0: <laughs> Apologies. Carry on. Do your podcast. Go but,
1: on. Well, this week we'll be talking about a mousy romance novelist who sets off for, to Columbia to ransom her kidnapped sister and soon finds herself in the middle of a dangerous adventure hunting for treasure with a mercenary rogue. Yes, it's romancing the stone.
0: Hooray! And
1: joining me to try and make it snappy...
0: I don't get that. There's
1: crocodiles, in it. Isn't oh,
0: it? sorry, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, we're just starting a new series. It's a writer, broadcaster and mayor of Tarrant.
0: via her excellent
1: podcast Always (laughs) There which has just finished its second series it
0: has it's triumphant second series thank you absolutely triumphant because in the end you had I had Jan Howard aka Jan Harvey an actor from the series well the star of the show basically and she was phenomenal in fact she was sat where you're sitting right now
1: Oh, I feel honoured. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Julia Rayside.
0: Hooray! Who can be found on Twitter
1: as JN Rayside? We've both
0: got colds if we sound a bit uh, weak. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just getting well, over well, one and you're just getting one. I'm just getting one, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, the snots have started, so I'll try not to sniff directly into the microphone. Apologies.
1: Only cocaine. <laughs>
0: What, it sounds like I'm on coke?
1: No, I just like saying cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Like they used to say on telly in Britain in the
0: 80s. That sounds like how Alan Partridge would say it. Mm. Cocaine.
1: He was found with 300 kilograms of cocaine.
0: <laughs> and drugs paraphernalia. <laughs> yeah.
1: Rolled up newspapers. No, it's uh, tinfoil.
0: <laughs> what? Not up. Wasn't, wasn't that skag?
1: <laughs> yeah. Rolled up newspapers would be great if you had a really big nose. <laughs> That's and you like Snorting
0: wasps. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're never going to start. should we just start?
1: Snorting wasps. <laughs>
0: Awful.
1: Um, Romance and song, you you requested this one.
0: I really did, because I remember, Mm. um, I didn't go to cinema loads when I was a kid, but I do remember going to see this with my dad and my brother and just thinking it was one of the best things I'd ever seen. Yeah, just loved it. It was definitely, I mean, there's lots of signifiers that say it's a girl film, which obviously, you know, in these days of uh, hashtag me too, we shouldn't be gendering. But um, definitely it was was a film that my brother and my dad could enjoy. But there was definitely the the romance in the title was clearly a clue that I would also like
1: it. I would say that's accurate. I'd say it's a film that satisfies both genders. I think it does. uh, Because it starts off with the woman being fairly... um, (laughs) Weak and feeble, but yes. she turns into
0: a strong woman by the end. She does exactly. It's much
1: like the film Medicine Man. <laughs>
0: you think it's you think this is comparable to Medicine Man? I think
1: this is much better than Medicine Man. Oh
0: no, well I agree. I mean, completely. It's uh, yeah, it's flawless, practically flawless.
1: Like a stone.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: See what you've done Are there? you going to
0: do this for the whole hour? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I know. Okay, but we great.
1: we open yeah. with uh, um, one of Joan's novels, yes, illustrated in front of us mm. via a camera. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a woman in a wet dress in a
1: wet or you can see a boob <laughs>
0: you, you can see an actual boob and actually again this is like airplane I saw airplane at school when I was about eight Yeah, they, they showed it on like a projector in the school hall one wet break or something I don't know why it was maybe a special treat and I didn't, I watched it again as a grown-up, I didn't realise there were boobs in it. Mm. And it was quite shocking because I just thought, well, didn't my parents think it was a bit much for me to go and see a film with boobs in it? I think. But it was only like through material for a second. But
1: I think still, in those days you expected boobs.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: they were in everything. <laughs> I mean, you, when you're a child, when I was a child. Yeah. When we were children in the 80s, because let's face it, we were. We
0: bloody well were.
1: When you're watching a film with your parents, you expect at least one boob or at least one sex scene.
0: Yeah, something to feel desperately awkward about. Yeah, and so there was both in this film, actually. Yes. Yeah. So. Well,
1: there's this awkward stuff in this, but so, so your dad can say, "Oh, I see, um, I see, there's a at Smiths." <laughs> yeah, he can or,
0: rustle the telegraph or yeah, whatever. Or I'll
1: just go make us some tea, shall I? <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Squash anyone. Anyone? Barley water? Yeah. Cough, <laughs> cough, 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 cough. Yeah, lots of, sort of crossing of legs. My mum
1: used to have a, a t- tactic of going, oh, rude bits.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is so much worse. Which is, I think yeah. I've done that to my son and he hates it.
1: <laughs> I guess she's thinking, I'll, oh, I'll cut the tension. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm actually making it much worse. I'm
0: going to directly focus everyone's attention on the thing we all would rather not be paying any attention to. That is, that is a... Brilliant deflection! Well done, mums.
1: Well done, everyone. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so she's uh, she's probably thinking about cowboys, and there's a baddie called Grogan. It's not important. It doesn't matter. It's sort all of her novel, and but she's got this, it's eponymous hero called Jesse. Yes. Of which his face we don't know. No, because... but he kind of
0: has a silhouette that's not dissimilar to mm, sort of a, a, a mulleted Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. In a cowboy hat. Yeah. You never quite see a face. It's always shadowy, but it's fairly obvious who it's supposed to be. I'll
1: tell you an interesting fact that's sort of about Michael Douglas. Yes. Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas. Is it really? He had to change it.
0: Oh. And Michael
1: Douglas's real name is not Michael Douglas. What? Uh, I can't remember what it is now, but Kirk Douglas's real name is something Polish.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Okay. So bloody Michael Keaton had to change his name for so someone who's not no,
0: his real name. That's crazy. There's no Michael Douglas. There is As no concept, Michael Douglas. As a concept, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist.
1: Shit. He's a Schrodinger's... <laughs> Michael Douglas. It's going to be quite
0: hard to discuss this film now, bearing in mind he doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Well, we'll he is faceless anyway. like Jesse. <laughs> he is, literally. Yeah. It's just some shape in a cowboy hat.
1: But she finishes her story. Now, I was thinking, wouldn't this really, if you did a British version of this film, yeah, la Who Dares Wins or um, The Wild Geese, right. about Barbara Cartland <laughs> finishing her 187th novel yeah, yeah. and crying. yeah. Uh, tears
0: streaming down her tears streaming down her face and she yep. has
1: to go on an adventure with I don't know Lester Piggott <laughs> Lester Piggott because he rides horses
0: <laughs> sweet Jesus
1: he's glamorous
0: I think he may be more a show jumper or someone with a bit of you know suave and I couldn't swagger. think of
1: any show jumpers no, what's, that,
0: what's that guy's name Nicky no I've forgotten he
1: Louder. No, he's a, no, racing, he's driver. a racing driver. Yeah. No, I'm thinking Lester Piggott because he rides <laughs> horses and he's got loads of money under his mattress. <laughs> he so allegedly
0: did have a lot of money under his mattress. He's
1: glamorous. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. in mm, oh, a Jilly Cooper sense, you mean? Sort of yeah, like a, riders. Riders.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: think we're thinking Jilly Cooper, not Barbara Carlin. But no, I see yeah. where you were going. But anyway,
1: yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, enough of my flights of fancy. <laughs> let's go with Joan Wilder.
0: Do, no, do write that up though. I'd be interested to read it. Yeah. But yeah. No, she writes that she's writing this romantic fiction, and her characters are Jessie and. Angelina. And Angelina is the woman in the wet dress. There's a lot of women in wet dresses. Mostly it's her. Oh, her characters. They're, they're wet all yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like this suave cowboy who comes and saves her at the last minute. Even though she's kind of kick-ass herself yeah. and kills the baddie who's trying to steal her money or whatever. She, she does sort of have this partner in crime. I quite like that because it doesn't open with her being saved by him, but he's no. kind of around and he helps out. Much in the way that, well, as we go on. It's mirrored in real life. It's
1: almost like it's written that way, isn't it? Do you
0: think? Yeah. not they meant it to echo, like a future echo? Yeah, probably. It's like poetry. Yeah. But it's really sweet because the, the star entrance is the big thing in any Hollywood film. Yeah. And Kathleen Turner's is, you just cut to her, like in headphones, wearing a kind of slightly gawky... No um, makeup. No makeup, like really lovely face and just hair in a ponytail, tears streaming down her face and a nightshirt, sort of just typing and crying. And socks. Yeah. It's a very manic pixie dream girl sort of an entrance.
1: She was beautiful, wasn't she? So, I mean, like, yeah. Her voice as well, everything about her was just stunning.
0: Yeah, but she kind of changes through the film. So she starts off looking kind of like a girl, Mm. but she ends the film a woman. A woman? (laughs) Wouldn't you say? But yeah, she is. She looks so beautiful. And I realised the kind of knee socks, uh, nightshirt thing, that's very much a look I keep coming back to in my own life. Yeah. (laughs) I I love it. Men can't do that, of course. No, you well, You look a bit weird. You
1: look like a chicken.
0: I once went out with someone who once. I came into the bedroom and he was wearing a nightshirt, and I just literally snapped shut like a bulldog clip. (laughs) Was it Groucho Marx? (laughs) I wish it had been. It would have been funny and not just fricking disturbing. Because
1: Groucho Marx did that in Duck Soup, didn't he? When he had to pretend to be looking in the mirror, did he? He was wearing a nightshirt. Oh yeah,
0: no, it wasn't anything even that amusing. It was just sinister.
1: (laughs) Is this person in prison now?
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, yeah. I do hope so. Yeah. Why would you wear a
1: nightshirt as a man?
0: (laughs) I don't know. No. I, just, I don't even want to. Can we not think about it? No, anymore? no, that's not. That's not I kind of wish of I'd much. never mentioned it.
1: Now. No, because we're, we're trying to think about—romantic things, exactly. Yeah. So Joan Wilder, she's she, adorable. She's adorable. She's got a sign in her apartment saying that she's the winner of the Writer of the Year Award at the Romance Book Club.
0: Yep. So she's so, good. Yeah, she's very good. She's got bestsellers. There are, are all over her flat is sort of or apartment. There's like um, posters saying that she sold millions of books, or this, or that. or she's won this or that award. Um, she's clearly they're, they're, it's a really good setup. They're basically painting her as this hopeless romantic who lives through her books. Um, she's alone. She's got a cat called Romeo. She's feckless
1: and- because she's run out of. Tissues.
0: Yes, she has. And she's she got has to... a
1: note saying buy tissue, so she uses that to blow her nose. <laughs> she,
0: she does. And actually, I'm sitting here now thinking I feel a bit coldy. And do I have a post-it in my pocket? Because I don't think I've got any tissues. But yeah, no, she's very, she's very relatable. Yeah. And, and not, She's clearly beautiful, but they kind of just make her very accessible and sweet and kind of like a bit of a... Bit of a geek, a bit of an idiot, but she's just, she's lovely. She's adorable. She is adorable. She kind um, of does like a cat food commercial with her cat.
1: Yes. Well, she, uh, her, her one constant in her life because she's so bloody unable to get a man. she's because <laughs> no, got cause a cat no called, one's
0: good enough for her. No
1: one's Jessie, you see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's got a cat called Romeo. Yeah, and she gives him his cat food with a garnish.
0: She does. which well, she has waiting in the fridge, which is a bit weird. <laughs> and she
1: drinks a miniature.
0: She does. She has loads and loads of miniatures. And I'm guessing, I don't know, what you get this from hotels. She collects them, doesn't yeah. she? So she's got lots of little tiny bottles of that. I think like, that's a, a nice little sweet
1: detail as it well. It is.
0: It's very cute. This, and
1: this is written by a woman as well. Who
0: is it? I'm terrible. I didn't check who it was.
1: It's written by Diane Thomas.
0: Oh, I don't know her name.
1: No, she hasn't written a great deal. Because it's pretty
0: brilliant writing. It's very like it the back and forth kind of sexy banter yeah. is really good. Really, really good.
1: But I think that's very important for a film from this area because you didn't get a lot of women writing action movies no, or you really adventure didn't. movies.
0: Well, hence again why I picked it because I think it, I, don't, I didn't go and see. Um, I mean, I, I love things like Raiders and there's always really good women in those films. But mm. um, yeah, I didn't see many films that sort of had any kind of a female perspective at all. I think this one was quite rare. Yeah. Around this time, anyway. Was it 84 or something? 84. Yeah. Uh, and it was obviously directed by Robert Zemeckis, who is yeah. Back to the Future the year after that. And, you know, lots of incredible everything with Tom Hanks. But this is a really, this is speaking to me, definitely, as a, as a little kid, like as a 10-year-old kid, this was my kind of movie.
1: This basically got him the Back to the Future gig.
0: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because he'd
1: done a film before this with a flop. Oh, really? And he had the Back to the Future script.
0: and no one would make it.
1: So he did this, and it was a massive hit.
0: That's so cool. I love that. The Hollywood one thing leads to another, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, quite right, too. But in its own right, this film is just... I love it. I can watch it again and again. Yeah. And the film that comes after it, Jewel of the Nile, which is the two of them teaming up again. Just absolutely brilliant. Loads of fun.
1: I don't like Jewel of the Nile. You don't
0: like it? No. (sighs) Why not?
1: It's not a very good film. It is a good film. It starts off with them going... I'm a bit bored. Should we have another adventure? Yeah. <laughs> but you know,
0: Which... they met; that their love was formed in the crucible of adventure. Like they can't just go and live in an apartment and like do nothing. Yeah, well, you know, you you
1: go play squash or something, don't Didn't you? Didn't
0: you want to see those characters again? I, I saw did.
1: them in the um, when they go and get to tough music <laughs> video. That was enough for me.
0: Billy Ocean, that was brilliant.
1: That was the trailer for the film. I <laughs> was remember it really? going to see whatever film it was that year yeah and the trailer was the music video to nice. when they're going It's tough with Kathleen yeah. Turner and Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito with backing so that's shows. right and
0: they put shades on because mm. it's amusing in some way that they will look we've all got shades on it's yeah. funny isn't it I love that video
1: yeah it's a good it's song
0: great. it's a brilliant song no everything about it is good you're wrong about Jewel of Nile, but we should just move on
1: I'm not anyway um, So I'm sorry for you <clears throat>
0: You <laughs> should be.
1: Um, so she's going to go meet her agent. Yeah, and she uh, bumps into an old lady on the way out, Mrs. Irwin. Yes, who gives her a package.
0: But before that, I just want—I like—I really like the detail because she clearly is a bit sort of—you know—she lives in her own head and she's in this apartment on her own with the cat. When she finishes her drink and the cat finishes its cat food, she smashes her glass in the fireplace That's right. as a kind of like. Sod it, you know. But it's that's just not gives her all. a bit of a thrill. What?
1: But that's not all. What? <laughs> she She's the plate as well. Yes, yeah,
0: she does. The cat's plate so he can join in. Yeah. That's you, just stupid. <laughs> you look cross. That's just Who's wa- going to clean that up? Exactly. It's wasteful. <laughs> I liked it. I as liked it, it, it
1: turns out, it doesn't matter because soon but she'll be it? burgled.
0: No, I know exactly. But it's quite a good character note to say sometimes she just goes, oh, sod it. Mm. And I like, you know, it was, it was, just, everything is a little signifier of what's to come and how, you know, how she'll react in a crisis, and I, yeah, I liked it, it as a nice detail.
1: How she reacts in a crisis is to throw a glass <laughs> at a fire. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, no, I'll I go will she'll, she'll, she'll find a, another part of herself, and kind of, you know, she's a bit sort of, she's a bit of a. A timid, sort of unadventurous person. So that, and everyone says before she goes, like, oh, you can't go and you can't go to Columbia, you can't do all these things that you're about to do in this film uh, because you're not the sort of character who can cope with that kind of stuff. But there's little signs that she's got it in her, she just has to find she's
1: it. She's mousy I as IMDb. She's mousy, yes. As I got from the IMDb.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so she goes to meet her agent, but meanwhile, mm-hmm. a baddie turns up who we later He's find out is baddie. called Zolo.
0: Yes, Zolo. Zolo. Mm. Yeah. Um, who sounds is, like a Bond character? He
1: does. Always oh, sounds like Han Solo's Spanish, yeah, yeah. cousin.
0: <laughs> Spanish cousin who doesn't live in space. No, or no. Spain,
1: or Zorro, pronounced by a Japanese person.
0: <laughs> Let's just move on. Let's move on. Let's <laughs> okay. not go,
1: Mister Um But he's trying to get into her apartment. A janitor sees it, and Solo yeah. stabs him.
0: Yeah, like it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. I'm guessing and he eats
1: he... him because you never see his body being found. <laughs> yes,
0: I think he eats him, or maybe puts him in the rubbish chute. They have those in America. Or throws him maybe.
1: in the fire.
0: <laughs> perhaps either way he disappears and no mm. one no one cares about the janitor he's just a janitor um but yeah he's uh he's brutally murdered uh, which is dealt with you know there's not a lot of brutal violence in this film no it's just all you know suggested off screen isn't it he's, well you,
1: you see his knife flick knife and that's yeah. kind of all. You there are quite
0: see. a few moments in this where there's like a blade and the, the, the light just glints off it mm. I li- I like they that. like that in this. but it kind of says this is a cartoon not and this is going to go into his heart and stop it beating, and blood's going to go away. Like yeah, it just, there's, a,
1: there's a few moments in this where it's kind of like a cartoon. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to them. But I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Joan meets her agent. Her agent's lusting over loads of really horrible-looking men. Yeah. The one that turns up with like a bouffant, <laughs> he's like the a guy muscle guy with man, and, the stuff is horrible. and he's got this like huge bouffant, and he just does that wink. <laughs> it's like mate.
0: You would wouldn't the you? state of you? No, no. Yeah, and her agent is kind of a. Her tongue's hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clearly, it, again, but it all establishes that Joan is, you know, nobody is, is the enough. right guy for her because the the guy that she wants is a romantic fiction. He's made up. She's made him up. Yeah. And he can't possibly exist, can he? No. No. Okay, well, end of film. End of film. <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> but then we found out um, that she gets a phone call from her sister, Elaine. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not yet. Sorry. Her sister is, in, in the process of talking to her agent, she reveals their sister is in Colombia, but her husband had been murdered. Yes. And... Put to pick up to pieces,
0: yes, exactly. The the, the first time it's really good in the script, the first time it's mentioned before they tell you the whole story, yeah. Um, uh, they uh, the agent just says to Joan, Um, have they found her husband yet? And Joan just says, Well, you know, just one piece of him. It's like, Jesus, what happened to that guy? Which bit, yeah, exactly. As we now later know, the uh, the crocodiles were probably involved in his demise. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and her
1: sister Elaine is played by the actress Mary Trainer.
0: Oh, yeah. Who don't tell in... me she's Megan Trainer's mum. I don't know about I that. wondered about that, just because Traynor's an unusual oh, surname. But
1: She was in everything in the 80s. Oh, was she? She's in The Goonies as the mum. Oh, really? She's a... She was Robert Zemeckis' wife at the
0: time. Oh, well, there you go. That's why then, isn't it? It's one of those.
1: But, yeah, she was in everything. She's hmm. very good and sadly no longer with us. Oh, is she not? No. That's a
0: terrible shame. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was very good, actually. Yeah. she didn't get loads to do, but the bit she did, she kind of did grab your attention, didn't she? She was very good.
1: But she gets knocked out with a pair of bolos, whatever they're called. What a pair of what? Bolos are they? Is that called? the thing
0: that the kids got? Yeah. So she's that's a re, that was a really weird scene and kind of slightly took me off guard. But she was she comes out of her hotel or whatever in all ready uh, to go in, uh, in, in like a in like a
1: muscle car. Yeah, which seems a bit odd. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's like a, the most incredible sort of red sports car. Yeah. And she's trying to like she, she puts on a hat and sunglasses that suggest she's trying to go unnoticed, and then yeah. gets in this giant penis on wheels. Yeah. She, <laughs> and and is about to drive away, and this kid who's been playing with his friends just, like, swings his whatever it is. It's like
1: Clarkson escaping the, the paparazzi.
0: Yeah, yes, exa- exactly, exactly, mm. in, like, a really big, noisy car. Mm. Um, and, again, yeah, she gets kidnapped, and the kid drives off in her car with yeah. her in it yeah. to clearly take her to the crime bosses who have killed her husband. Yes. Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. And um, so Joan gets home. Her flat's been completely ransacked. Romeo hasn't been murdered, which he would have been.
0: <gasps> no. He would have been, wouldn't no. he? No, no, because cats are really, they're quite nimble. He'd have just run away and hid.
1: Zolo would have, or <laughs> it is called, is it Zolo? Zolo. Zolo, yeah, yeah, He yeah. would have murdered that cat. No, I don't think He'd so. He'd have probably done worse to that cat.
0: <laughs> Warn him as a hat. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably. Yeah. No, you'd be surprised how nimble cats are. They can get away from, you know. That's true. Terrifying bladesmen.
1: But she gets a phone call while she's in her flat from her sister Elaine, who says, were you sent a package? Yes. Yes. And she was. It's a treasure map.
0: It is. You have to
1: bring it to Columbia or they're going to kill me.
0: Yep." Exactly. I
1: can't go to Columbia, she says.
0: <laughs> and we know she can't because no. by now we've already set up in the merest in the amount of time mm. that she is not the kind of person who can respond to a call like this. And it's all in her Kathleen Turner's face. She does it really nicely, actually. Yeah. She doesn't overplay it. And actually, they get you into the action of this really quickly. Like, they establish her. I, I think it's, it's worth noting how quickly and nimbly... You know everything about her. You need to know to send her off to Colombia and start this crazy adventure. Yes, like it's seconds before she's like sliding down that mud chute in the jungle with Michael Douglas.
1: Yeah, well, she her. she arrives in Colombia and um, Zolo puts her on the wrong bus.
0: Yep, Danny DeVito, De
1: who is involved at this point, him yes. and his cousin. Ira.
0: That's right, Ira! Ira!
1: <laughs> um, he's was
0: kvetching on the phone to Ira. Yeah. They're,
1: they're the baddies in this. Yeah. and um, But there's
0: so much comedy in it as well. So the baddies, they're kind of a threat, but they're a cartoon threat. They're not yeah. like, they're kind of stupid. Well, so, DeVito's
1: just come off of Taxi at this point, hasn't yes, he? So he's yeah. fairly big from the telly. Absolutely. He's not is. a big movie star yet. And
0: he is undoubtedly the comic relief. He's not there to be genuinely threatening or frightening at no. all.
1: He's very good in this.
0: Yeah. No, he's brilliant. He's totally brilliant. And the, I think the humour going through it as well. I can't really enjoy an action film if they haven't bothered to inject loads of humour into it. I, it just leaves me a bit cold. I like mm. I like my explosions to come with some gags as well. And this me, is full of them. So
1: me too. Good. Good. I'm glad we have an accord. <laughs> Excellent, uh, but she gets on the wrong bus, and then the bus goes the wrong way, and,
0: and and it's all full of like people in hats with pigs and chickens. I was going to say, there's
1: always a lady with a pig <laughs> there's on the bus. always a
0: lady? Always. An angry lady with an angry pig, and yeah. actually, the airport is just full of people with farm animals and kind yeah. of unusual country bumpkin hats and, and
1: birds. Yes,
0: exactly, birds in cages, and yeah, it's it's a kind of a, I mean, you know, ethnically. It's sort of painting a certain picture of the country, South America, well, the, the, the continent, South America. But, you know, it's, it's um, it, again, it sets the scene. She's a fish out of water. Continue.
1: She uh, distracts <laughs> the bus driver sufficiently that he crashes into yes. a Jeep.
0: Like a typical woman.
1: <laughs> full of caged birds. Yes,
0: exactly. And- caged
1: birds that perhaps would be set free.
0: Yes, perhaps, if there was a crash, for example. Yeah. yeah. So, and obviously it turns out that that Jeep belongs to Jack.
1: Jack T. Colton.
0: Exactly, Jack T. Colton.
1: Bum-hungry oh. jungle hustler.
0: Why is he bum-hungry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read a, a synopsis of this film once that called him And they him
0: described a, him as a bum-hungry? <laughs> not bum-hungry. They just called
1: him, I think, an action-hungry jungle hustler.
0: <laughs> okay, I so like that. Over that time, works. I've converted it he's to bum-hungry. Hungry. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I mean, you know, Because he is. Well, he is. And he certainly, you know, when, when, when her clothing becomes. More ripped, he certainly starts to focus on her thighs quite a lot, but you know,
1: he's a, a red blooded male, Julian.
0: <laughs> well, I was about to say, aren't we all, but I'm not, so you know, but you know, I can still see the appeal.
1: Those without bum hungriness <laughs> cast the first stone.
0: <laughs> I have never thought of myself as bum hungry, but you know, I will I will look to that in future. It's you know. a rich
1: tapestry, we should all be aware. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, basically, dodgy stab man Zolo, yeah, uh, he tells her that don't worry, there's more buses coming, yeah. And then he comes back to her a second later, draws a gun yep. and says, give me the map.
0: And we clearly think, well, he's a bastard, he's a baddie. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out he's a cop.
1: He's a co- Well, he's not a cop. He's, he's a, like a bent copper. He's a military policeman.
0: He's a m- military policeman. So he is a cop. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and it's that I couldn't work out. There was uniforms... He was evil, but I couldn't work out if it was like. I wasn't stammering. Evil, by the or...
1: way. <laughs> I was doing an eighties rap, <laughs> you know, like kind of Nineteen.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, because no, it was Park in. Hustle. It was in then. Very, very trendy. Yeah, yeah, but um, so it's yeah. So the bus has crashed. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then, as she's about to be gunned down by this guy in exchange for the map, uh, then his that like, gunshots come from? unseen and it's a, no no Jack's walking past he that's whistles. Right. so his star is quite low key because yeah. I suppose they'd both be pretty big stars by this point but he'd be he was the first name above the title it was starring Michael Douglas and Kathleen. Turner. I don't know because
1: she's huge at this point.
0: No, no, she is.
1: She's done Body Heat and yeah. um Who Brains. I'm guessing
0: it was a fairly even Stevens. Film. I reckon so. But he literally is just like a figure across going across the top of a hill, whistling. Yeah, which is very cool. This is like pre Pat. Wall Street, isn't it? So yeah. he's
1: just like an actor rather than Michael yes, Douglas. Yes, well,
0: perhaps. Yeah, maybe this is what sets him on the on the course to. I think so. Being, but yeah, the start the star entrance for her is kind of a bit more. You know, she's in close-up. He's far away. Mm. Can you tell I did a film degree? Yeah, totally did. Can you
1: tell I didn't? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's mise-en-scene, John? Go on, what is it?
1: (laughs) It's French for uh, And anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'll do.
1: (laughs) Isn't it uh, the sequel to Les Miserables? (laughs) Mm. What is it then? Go on. Yeah.
0: It's mise en scene, it's like what you see on the screen. Like it's it's the it's the picture.
1: Well why don't you just say that?
0: Okay, fine. because I, I wanted to I wanted to upset and, and embarrass you. Well, you, ha- well you have.
1: <laughs> so I'll edit that out. And most of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. In fact, this one might get deleted. Yeah,
0: this one's just not going out, is it? No, fair enough. No, I understand. I'm in a capricious mood.
1: But Jack Colton arrives. They have a shootout where they're both fucking yep. terrible at shooting at each other. Yeah,
0: she's hiding under the crashed bus. Yes. Just like cowering. So at this point, it's definitely like man coming in to save woman. It's all a bit like, oh, really? Mm. But, you know, it's 85, 84, 84. so fair enough. Um, but, yeah, but then he kind of eventually finds her. He gets he gets where he chases off Zolo. Yeah. And then... He kind of, there's that moment where she's lying under the bus just looking and she can see his feet, his boots. And then he kind of leans down and just says, hi. And that's kind of his first, I mean, you hear him sort of like muttering to himself, but that's like his opening line of the film. Well, because
1: his birds have gone.
0: Yes, exactly. He
1: had, what was it, 15 grand's worth of birds? Something
0: like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. if only there was another bird
1: he could set free.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow, that's amazing. You can tell
1: I didn't do a film studies course.
0: No, No, but you know what, you probably could have done. Yeah. So patronising. I did do
1: media studies.
0: <laughs> you did media studies, well, did media you? Well, media production. <laughs> is, that, is that why I had to press the record button for this podcast, John? You wanted to and you filmed it. <laughs> it's really big and red. It's very exciting. Of course I wanted to press it. It's brilliant. Christ anyway, so he says hi.
1: <laughs> yeah, he says hi. And basically she says, I need to get to a phone. And he says, oh, there's not one for miles. Yeah. And she says, I'll give you 50 bucks.
0: That's right. Which is in,
1: you know, whatever universe you're in. That is insulting.
0: No, no, it is insulting. And he reacts accordingly. And then they begin this kind of like bartering war. In about five minutes, everything I own in the world is going to be wet. So can you lighten up, please? I really don't have the time. I'll pay you.
1: You don't understand. It's a matter of life and death. If I don't get to my sister... How much? Fifty dollars.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Well, you you said you just lost everything you owned.
0: Not my sense of humor.
1: Well, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars.
0: Do
1: it for five. What? F- I'll pay you two hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Now I ain't cheap, but I can't be had. My minimum price for taking a stranded woman to a telephone is four hundred dollars. Will you take three hundred and seventy-five in traveler's checks? American Express. Of course. A deal where eventually he says the minimum I do it for is $400 and she's like 375 in travelers checks. And
1: he goes American Express?
0: <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> and the deal is done. So yeah. you can tell he's like he's not a sentimental man, but he'll certainly do anything for money. Well, yeah. Which sets up again the uncertainty in their coming relationship like is he trustworthy? Is he after the money? Is he after you know, is he out for himself? Basically, will he really help when the when the chips are down?
1: But there's also an annoying trope, mm. which I'm guessing probably started with this film. I'm not sure. no, probably didn't know we're talking about. But mm. there's an annoying trope of hey, that's your suitcase; you carry it.
0: Yes, even
1: though she's clearly a woman, and I know you probably shouldn't in assume, high heels, but it, it looks like a heavy suitcase. It is heavy, it and is she's just, wearing high yeah. heels, and it's raining. At least just. Offer to carry it. Yeah, for
0: her. but, it's, but it's, it's quite cute how he does it, though. So again, it's just sort of it's playing with the gender politics of the time, which I think is quite um, ahead of its time in a way. But he picks up the suitcase, where well, she just stands there looking at it a little mm. bit princessy and walks away. He looks at it, picks it up, and just gets level with her and just drops it by her feet as if to say, "And that's not happening." And I yeah. quite liked that. I quite like that he was like... He eventually you know.
1: flings it into the woods.
0: He does. I mean, yeah, that was a bit ex- extreme, but, yeah. you know, it's fair enough. She was she was dragging behind and he does was waddling along in her heels, yeah.
1: He does say, is there anything precious in here? Yes, she he says, does. He
0: checks before he hoys it into a ravine.
1: Yeah, And then she's about to be crossed with him and then she falls down a mudslide. Yes, and yes, she he calls does. him
0: a bastard and then off she goes down the mudslide and hilariously landing at the bottom, she gets there first yeah. and kind of just absolutely covered in mud, head to foot. They're just, they are... Drenched, she
1: lands legs and akin,
0: she, she, she lands kind of like leaning back with her legs apart, and he lands with his face in her crotch.
1: Which is how he got cancer.
0: <laughs> if you believe Michael Douglas, yes, that's it what is. he said. Oh my! God. That's what he said. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. I hadn't made the connection. So he probably
1: caught it from this film.
0: Maybe he caught it from the mud. Shall we move on? Um. Um,
1: So Zolo, uh, we find out at this point, as I said, he's commander of the military police. Yes, that's right. And he is the man who killed Elaine's husband.
0: Yes, he's a bastard.
1: He is a bastard.
0: And he's very fond fond of crocodiles. (laughs) He is. Um, They're his pets. Um, Yes, not a nice fellow. Again, we don't know much about him. In fact, we don't know anything about him. That's, That's where the cartoon bit comes in. The baddies are just cartoons baddies They right, don't, so be they're the yeah no ex- literally yes they, they they all have guns and crocodiles and mm. it's all it's all just adversity for the for our for our heroes to get through and but i don't need them to be anything more than that quite frankly
1: we're more interested in heroes aren't we
0: much more yeah, yeah but talking sure. of
1: which um michael douglas t- chops off the heels of her shoes
0: he does she i says, found that quite arousing <laughs> <laughs> you lost what i lost my button my button you're gonna lose a lot more than that These were Italian. Now they're practical. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why.
1: (laughs) She she says they're expensive, and he says now they're practical.
0: Yeah, no, no. She said no. no, She says those were Italian. Were Italian. Yeah. And now they're not Italian. No, they are still Italian. But yeah, no. He gets his machete and just hacks at her shoes, and you know, that's decisive actions like that. I find terribly exciting. (laughs) He also
1: says a great line here because they arrive at a um, a creek.
0: Yeah. And they can't
1: cross it. There's a rickety old bridge.
0: That's right. Yeah, they're being chased.
1: They're being chased by Zola and his men. And he says, I could have been a cosmetic surgeon 500k a year to be up to my neck in tits and ass. Which again is how you got cancer.
0: Stop saying that. We're just making we're really glad he's fine now. I'm very glad he's fine. I, I
1: love Michael Douglas. And you know what? Um, I haven't read Kathleen Turner's book, but I'm pretty sure that she said she liked working with him and he was oh. nice. Because I assume she did, because she did a sequel. Well, exactly. And then they did War of the Roses as well.
0: Exactly. You wouldn't do that unless you were very fond of each other. And
1: I think they're, they're absolutely dynamite together do as well. you think they were doing it? Oh, come on. He's a sex most addict. Actors,
0: most actors were doing it when they were filming films. And them.
1: he's a sex addict, self-confessed. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. they, they
0: were definitely doing it then. How exciting. Yeah, Fr- I,
1: I, I love War of the Roses as mm. well. I think that's a great film. It
0: is brilliant. I mean, she's just very good at that sort of... The, I don't know, well, I can't even use the word, but she's really good at playing those parts. Well, she's... Where it's kind of who she becomes at the end of this film. Yes. This kind of coiffured, sort of like doesn't take any prisoners, slightly bitchy, kind of kick-ass woman. Yeah, and I like her playing those she's roles She's
1: very lot. versatile, because if you think of The Man with Two Brains, she's playing completely against what she usually plays.
0: I know, and then in Friends, when she plays Chandler's dad...
1: Oh yeah, so
0: brilliant because her voice by then is so deep. It's like, and but how again as an actress, a be- known for your beauty, and you've been you know sort of at a, the, the top of Hollywood for years to then take a role playing. You want me to play a man mm. who's dra- yeah, fuck it, why not? She must be a total dude. Yeah, to say yes to that, I think that's that that point. She got very someone's. harshly treated. Yeah, she because,
1: did because uh, she she got poorly, really? and then she got old, and people were mean about. Not that. allowed
0: to get old in Hollywood not if you're a lady. No. Whereas Michael Douglas. You can get as old as you like.
1: Yeah, you can still do Ant Man films <laughs> when you're about 88.
0: Yes, exactly, and no one bats an eyelid. But that—that's Hollywood. It stinks.
1: Yeah, at least he didn't get cancer from doing Ant Man. Yeah.
0: Oh, stop going on about the cancer. <laughs> so very glad he's better. Yes. Oh, I—I'm I,
1: I, very pleased for him.
0: Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, the last thing you need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is The The One Show Show, in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show, and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us, but for you it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show show every tuesday and wednesday wherever you get your podcasts
1: i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role
0: like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so, if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Yeah, so um, they, they manage to cross over and they find, a sort of carg- they find a cargo plane.
0: That's right. With a
1: dead pilot and it's full of herb.
0: That's right, it's full of weed. The pilot's wearing a Grateful Dead jacket. If, if you need any more <laughs> indications. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so obviously the thing that, that, that Jack decides to do is, is start a bonfire inside, because they're, they're sheltering from the rain. It's yes. constantly pissing it down in the jungle. Yeah. Um, so they're sheltering from the rain and he starts a fire and just keeps lobbing more brown onto the fire <laughs> and just getting really high off it. Came down here on a coffee boat about a year and a half ago, right? Christ, what a job that was. But I couldn't get over that ocean, though, you know? Yeah. I love the ocean. You know, you just kind of get out there all by yourself. Nobody else around. It's beautiful. So that's what I want. Try to get enough money together, buy a boat, sail around the world.
1: So you're just gonna sail away all by yourself?
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah. why they call it the rainforest.
0: <laughs> Is it? Ooh. I don't get it.
1: Because it's raining in Mexico. <laughs> oh sorry.
0: You weren't joking, you were just being like geographically correct. Uh, that's why I, I, did like a, you, I did a
1: film studies course.
0: <laughs> did you do geography GCSE?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Oh well done! I didn't
1: actually. I did history.
0: Oh yeah, no, I did too. Yeah. I
1: didn't want to do geography because it's boring.
0: It is deltas. And I'd rather watch romancing the stones. Stone yeah, me too.
1: And learn about stones in <laughs> history. Um, yeah. So basically, um, he finds a full bottle of tequila.
0: He does. Is it tequila? Is that what it is? I assume
1: it's tequila. Yeah.
0: I, I, it's some. It's something sort of brown and strong looking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, and it basically the truth comes out about the map, and she tells him the truth about her sister.
0: Yes, because she kind of has pretended that she's, her sister's not well, she's yeah. going to go and visit her or she, you know, she doesn't want to tell him the whole story because she clearly isn't quite sure if she can trust him. Yeah. Obviously, with a treasure map and some guy who's just like, clearly makes money on his wits, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't know. He's a bum hungry
1: jungle hustler. You can't trust is. these people. And
0: I, I can't even say that because that's like some kind of tongue twister. But um, yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those. And, yeah. you know, you can never be sure of those types of people.
1: Um but cuz cuz of the cool the calming serene sensation and the air of the herb
0: <laughs> of the marijuana <laughs> of the marijuana
1: and the um, and the um, and the pot
0: yes and and yes. The,
1: the tequila yes Has obviously loosened her um mm. what's the word
0: tongue tongue <laughs> Didn't know the word tongue. I forgot it. Are you all right? Are you having a stroke? I've been ill. <laughs> sorry, you're being very harsh on an
1: ill man.
0: <laughs> no, I'm ill. You're better now. I'm
1: getting better. Okay, fine. I'm not sorry. all the way there. The but he tells her. This is when he tells her his, his name is Jack T. Colton. Yeah. She asks him what the T stands for, and he says it's for trustworthy. That's
0: right, because she has mentioned a couple of times. Uh, during this conversation that a real no is, is that when they have the conversation sometime during the film she talks about a real man and a real man one of the most important things about a real man is that, he, that he's trustworthy
1: I think it is before this yeah. and so,
0: so I think he picks up on that mm. he, st- he basically in a slightly you know clever conman way starts to say things to her that he knows she wants to hear yes And actually, when when she's startled by the skeleton of the dead pilot, you know, as she's hacking through the jungle and she's the first one to see this, this skeleton in aviators, brilliant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very cool. Um, And she kind of screams and falls back. And he does. He kind of he doesn't just sort of protect her. He holds her. It's very romantic. And I'm like, is he doing that because he wants to? Because he's seen a bit of a glimpse of her thigh when she was hacking through the jungle. Like, is he getting a bit of a horn for her or is he just like, I know what I'll do. I'll kind of play the hero because he's he sees that as a way to get her trust bit yeah. of both, maybe. You bit can never really tell in the early parts of the film whether he really likes her or he's just eye on the main chance.
1: Well, it's good that she she passes out from the ganja.
0: She does. And, and um, the tequila or whatever it she's been drinking, yeah. yeah. She so face plants into, into the sack next to him. And
1: doesn't he kind of like... Leave her he to looks it. after her, yeah. yeah, which is very sweet. He doesn't, he doesn't try and look at her he, bummer. He doesn't. Which is he nice. doesn't
0: sexually abuse her or steal her map. He does have yeah. a look at the map, though. He does because obviously he's still thinking. Well, there's treasure, so I wonder, you know, if I could just maybe memorize it or something. Mm. So he's definitely taking interest in not just her, but in what she could bring him.
1: He sees something on the map, doesn't he, about her being the devil's fork or something. That's
0: right, and we already know because he rescued it from his, the wreckage of his jeep that he's got this dream of owning a yacht, a, yacht? a beautiful boat. And In Tarrant. Yes, exactly. So Yachts is like so my thing. Yeah. yeah um yeah. any films with yachts in, like I love them. Did you
1: like some like it yacht?
0: <laughs> I did, yeah. actually, yes. That's yes, good. although were disappointingly few yachts in it. it oh, had- no, there was a yacht. The millionaire on the yacht. There was a bloody yacht. If only
1: it had Chandler from Friends <laughs> in it. <laughs>
0: Oh, nice. There's going to be a sailing collection to literally everything I like on TV now. I know it.
1: Yeah, but Jack's dream is to have a boat and sail around the world.
0: That's right. He's a loner. Uh, He doesn't want to be around other people. He wants to get into the ocean, onto the ocean rather, and just disappear.
1: And She says all by yourself, (coughs) Jack Colton.
0: That sounds kind of lonely. Yeah, I like that moment. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was lovely because it's clearly where you can see in her eyes that she's like, I'd quite like to come with you. Mm. (laughs) But she doesn't say it, obviously, because, you know, he's still finding her quite annoying at this point. But yeah.
1: The next day, they go and see El Guapo from the Three Amigos.
0: Yes, they do. That's right. That was
1: bugging me for a few minutes.
0: Yeah, I didn't. No, that didn't. That totally didn't click with me until you said it just then.
1: And they're being threatened by local uh, gangstitos. (laughs) That's my Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Or should I say bandito? I don't know. (laughs) They
0: they they do the kind of classic thing where they're walking down the kind of this very. It's a very small village, isn't it? But they're walking down the main street. He
1: is carrying a gun, though. Yeah, to be fair, he's
0: got a gun in his backpack. You know, he's he's literally holding a a shotgun. Oh, has he got it in his hand? That's right. No, because. He, he, he turns off the safety when they get yes. close doesn't me but um, yeah and, and the guy does the whole "eh hey, hombre thing it's a bit mm. like it's all a bit cartoon again yeah. um, but clearly they feel threatened and then they're told to go to the bell maker's house
1: because they need a car
0: that's right and clearly it's you can't really see much it's like it's a compound yeah. there's a front door with a little window you know one of those slidy window things in it yeah. And um, and as they approach, she's naive. He's a bit more wise to the whole thing. And he's like, yeah, the bellmaker, my ass. It's, it's the local. And she says, drug dealer. Shh. And he sort of tries to quieten her down. Yeah. yeah. And then they end up in a standoff where the drug dealers open the door and is pointing a gun at them one way and they turn around and the villagers are all <laughs> angrily pointing guns at them the other way.
1: And then he says, OK, Joan Wilder, get us out of this one.
0: Write us out of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joan Wilder.
1: <laughs> OK, Joan Wilder, write us out of this one.
0: Joan Wilder. John Wilder? Vision Wilder? You are John Wilder, the novelist? Yes, I am. I read your books. I read all your books. Come in. Esta es Juanita Wilder, la que escribe las novelas que le leo los sábados. Eita. Le damos la bienvenida, verdad, muchachos? Juanita, a Juanita, Come in. I'm you your biggest you fan. Me, John Wilder. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's totally brilliant. So yeah, she does. She gets them out of it because uh, again, this, the script is so brilliant. Although they just track back and put this in, her agent says when they're in her apartment. Um, you Can't Go to Columbia, talks a bit more about Columbia, two or three lines, and says, I mean, it's it's full of, I don't know, she describes it as a, full of certain kinds of people. Your books do so well over there. Oh, that's right, yeah. And it's uh, suggesting perhaps they're a bit, uh, they're a bit, I don't know, simplistic or, you know, but th- th- they appeal to that kind of audience. Yeah. And then Bob's your uncle, who's her biggest fan? The drug dealer. Yeah. So it's great. He's got all her books and he opens the gates to his compound. It's like incredible. There's a pool and it's just really beautiful in total contrast to where they've just been in the village. She's poor and everything. He's and got he's this a really nice hat. character. He has, and he tries it on and says, "Look, I am like your Jesse." <laughs> it's really sweet.
1: She's like, "No, you're not."
0: Yeah, said, "No, no, no, no." And you smell. Yeah. Yeah. And no, but it's nice. They found a friend basically.
1: And at this point, Jack kind of can't help himself and says do you got a Xerox machine
0: yes exactly because he clearly wants to copy the map
1: yeah and
0: it's sort of, he's a bit transparent about that but unfortunately the Xerox machine is broken that's right so he can't
1: and then Zolo and the army turn up yeah and then he said, they said have you got a car and he goes oh no I haven't got a car I, got, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> was a, a
0: terrible accent John. I'm doing
1: it as a Japanese man <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a car <laughs> I've got a little mule
0: <laughs> you, just like, you just sound like someone who's got something hot in their mouth <laughs> I've got got That's me saying
1: like, I, like, I can't do the accent. No, I haven't don't. got a car. I've got a little mule. <laughs> and women to think he's got a little uh, Pepe ass. A mule. That's right. Yeah, because yeah.
0: he's he's, he's, this is bad news because Jack Colton is bum hungry. <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's a totally different film now. <laughs> Jeez, you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, but so it turns they're, out they're trapped basically. Yeah. And then. He says, I'll get my mule. I'll get a little mule. (laughs) And then comes crashing through the front door of his compound, this kind of very souped up black pickup. Yes. With little mule written on the side. And three of them are in the front. And they basically then are being chased by the whole of the military police. Yeah. Uh, uh, through the village until they get to this river.
1: But he's got a pretend bridge, a pretend ramp. That's
0: right, he's got gadgets. So it's one thing I thought could they could have done more with in this film. Mm. It's quite hard to do because they're in the middle of nowhere and it's sort of a rural setting. And, but this guy clearly is very, very rich, has this nice car. I guess um, he's supposed
1: to be like a kind of Palo Escobar. Yeah, basically. But really, he'd control all the police, so that wouldn't be a problem. Well, he would exactly, you're
0: right. It'd be corrupt as anything. Mm. But anyway, to outrun the police, he has this remote control bridge that he can make. Well, it's a ramp, isn't it? Yeah. He makes it appear as they're driving towards the... He says, I'll
1: make a ramp for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, stop doing the terrible, (laughs) terrible accent. It's just bad. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> anyway, yeah. they jump over the river, and then he d- z- blips the remote control as they pass, and uh, and basically, the, well, the they, ramp
1: then turns into a wall. It turns
0: into a little sort of a, a buffer, and the, oh, the, the jeep them. hits in. <laughs> Please, John. Sorry. I can't bear Sorry. It. <laughs> anyway, and they yeah, so they, they, they thwart the the secret police or whoever they are, the military police, and they escape. Yeah, and then there's this really weird scene in the field. Is that what is that what happens next? They're in the field by the tree that looks like the devil's fork.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: And it's and suddenly Kathleen Turner is like this hella sexy kind of wild, crazy haired sort of um, sex pot. She's like she had this sort of messy bun that's been slowly falling out. Yeah, the, obviously all the chases and the that's falling right. down mud shoots and stuff. And then suddenly she's like in this sort of you know, her clothes have also slightly come apart. She's got like a very low V-neck and a side split that's kind of revealing loads of leg. And her hair's all beautiful and she starts sticking like flowers behind her ear. And she's just suddenly, clearly that's where Jack probably looks at her and goes, hello. because mm. She looks amazing. She suddenly, she's, she's always looked beautiful, but she's kind of, they've played it down. And suddenly it's almost like there's a filter on the lens. Yeah. She's surrounded by pink flowers.
1: Beautiful very, lady. It's a very,
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's a very non-action film shot, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. So what we've been looking at, all sort of dust and dirt and they're always covered in mud and suddenly she's just, she looks like a painting. She looks really beautiful. Well, you
1: got a proper, this isn't an action director, this is a proper director. Exactly, so.
0: exactly. But they go
1: to a village where Danny DeVito's phoning Ira. Yes. To say,
0: yeah, I've lost them. I He's fetching to Ira, yeah. <laughs> as he always is. And then he
1: says, Ira. And then they see, he sees, um, they turn up in um, El Guapo's mule. Yeah. And he says, see you later, bye. Yeah. And then he says, Ira, you're the
0: luckiest son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Something like that. So the nice drug dealer has given them a lift. To Cartagena, is it Cartagena or the nearest town? I
1: think it's Cartagena. It is
0: Cartagena, that's where where they need to end up. And there's clearly going to be some kind of. Oh, no, it's not Cartagena because
1: that's where they meet at the end. No, no, that's where
0: they are trying to get to. But he he takes them to the nearest town town with a phone. And a Xerox machine. And a Xerox machine. Yeah. And um, it's clearly where they're due to say goodbye because all she has to do is get on a bus tomorrow to Cartagena. She's phoned the kidnappers who will obligingly wait for her to catch a bus the next day. Lovely. Which is nice of them. They're very reasonable baddies. Um, and they seem to be treating Elaine quite well. She's sitting there in, on the deck of the boat eating steak with the guy that killed her husband. She Ooh. seems quite happy.
1: Hopefully it's not her husband. <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. Yeah, didn't think about that. That's horrific. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so they're kind of... And then it's... this. Is this where the kind of the romantic subplot kind this of... This is where they... Uh,
1: he says to her, you go and get yourself cleaned up in the room. Yep. He's, he's going to Xerox the map. Yep. And Although he, says, he doesn't
0: oh. tell her. He's playing a bit Yeah. underhand with the whole...
1: He says he's going to get them some new clothes. Yeah. Because she gives them the travelers' checks.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. Because a deal's a deal. Exactly. And She's then he says, "At oh, the least
1: I can do is buy you
0: dinner. That's it. But but clearly his motives then are a bit of, well, I fancy you, yeah. and also a bit of, and I'm getting that map, because yeah. it means that whatever's at the, the end of this treasure map could be my yacht, it could be my key to... Also, you know. he's
1: slowly kind of grooming her because he's saying, um, sorry yeah. for that unfortunate expression, <laughs> but he's basically... You
0: just stroked the air there. I'm not quite sure what you were stroking, but It's yeah.
1: the idea... <laughs> <laughs> Ideas don't don't have visuals. Um, he's basically been planting the idea for a while that hey, if we steal the thing, yes. then you've got more leverage.
0: Exactly, but he wants to get his hands on it. He doesn't yeah. really give a stuff about some woman called Elaine he's never met before. But he's also starting to get slightly more. What if it was Elaine
1: with. Page though?
0: Oh well, that'd be a different thing.
1: Looking back, I should have played
0: it. I mean, none of thing. us want to see the end of that. That you know, her lovely Sunday show on Radio Two. No. Where have you ever heard it? Where she does um. There's an answer machine and um, local Amdram groups ring in to advertise their shows. It's called The Breaker Legs. It's the best radio I've ever heard. It's always the most delightful thing. So like someone from, you know, Chipping Norton will be performing Chicago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so you know, a a man from Chipping Norton will ring up and go, Hiya, Elaine, it's Joe here from Chicago. And we'll kind of do the accent and do an advert for the, uh, it's just, it's my favourite thing of all time.
1: And he was fed to crocodiles.
0: Probably, yes. Mm. Yeah, they probably all wear in the end. But no, Elaine Page just shows an institution it must never end. No. If it's her life at stake, then that changes everything. <laughs> it certainly does.
1: She's only about three feet tall. <laughs> She's she? tiny, yeah. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: does it's, it's a lovely giggle. She's always giggling.
1: Oh, we like Elaine Page. <laughs> Which is ace. Anyway, we so digress. We digress. Mm. So, yeah, Whisp. so basically, um, uh, Joan Wilder gets on her. her uh can I say uniform, new clothes. <laughs> she does. She looks a bit dowdy. Well, he I'm sort of buys a her sort
0: of uh, sexy peasant outfit. Yeah. So it's like a sort of silky pink blouse, but it's off the shoulder, little kind of, you know, tassly skirt type thing. He's I I'm guessing it's sort of what you would buy in a town like that. But she, and he's dressed as kind it. of a
1: bullfighter.
0: He looks kind of a bit a, a little bit like yeah. He's wearing white trousers. He looks good though, doesn't he? I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit Travolta. I like if it. If Travolta were a bullfighter, because he he's got that
1: kind want. of Tesla black belt. as yes,
0: well, which I quite Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, fancies himself. Um, mm. It wouldn't have done it for me. White trousers, just a. What about up, his like... dancing
1: though?
0: Oh my God, it's so <laughs> cringeworthy. <laughs> so cringeworthy. She's doing the whole. He's like he gets her up to dance, and yeah. she's doing the whole. Who oh, me? Oh no, I couldn't. No, I'm terrible. Oh, I'll, I'll tread on your feet. I'm such a Hmm. And, and he's being super confident and super cool and kind of trying to he's
1: kind he's, of going cha cha
0: cha he's giving her all his moves yeah. in, a, in, a, in a way that makes you slightly, slightly disappointed when she falls for it because it's like ooh. He's being so this slimy it's not as
1: eww as what's coming up in a minute
0: oh well I don't know. Was that a?
1: It's definitely. A... Oh, he
0: gives her a necklace as well. Yeah. Because they know the thing that they're looking That's for is the, is the is the El Corazon, which is the heart. Yes. Which is the the, the heart shaped emerald that we now know is the is the thing they're after. Um. And he gives her a heart necklace, which again I thought. Now is this just him trying to win her over so he can get because he he could get the map he could just take it, but there's clearly he's clearly getting feelings for it. At the I same think. Time.
1: The, I think he's. I think we not just like take...
0: feelings in his dinky, like maybe feelings <laughs> elsewhere.
1: <laughs> I think. I. I I can't believe you said that. I
0: can't believe I called it his
1: No, I can't either.
0: <clears throat> I'm very sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Carry on. Um I, <laughs> his old man. His, <laughs> sorry. His, his, yeah. He's Pee-wee. Um
1: his I, I what? took it he's Pee Wee. I took okay, it to fine. mean um I took it to mean that he had genuine feelings for I her. I thought so. And too. I, I also took it to mean that this is his way of saying goodbye to give her that. While he yeah. buggers off to go and get the treasure.
0: Well, yes, perhaps. Like, you can have this one. I'm getting the real one and I'm going to get my boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. Like yeah. a consolation prize. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they end up, because um, Danny DeVito tries to steal her bag and gets caught by a fat woman.
0: That was brilliant. And in the titles, if you saw the credits at the end, she is credited as Hefty Woman. Hefty Woman. <laughs> hefty Woman.
1: I've made it. Well, who are you playing? <laughs> hefty have. Woman.
0: I'm in big Hollywood film there. But yeah, she's a, she's a large woman enjoying a big dinner at this feast, this fiesta and then she, yeah, she sees him sneaking under her chair to try and reach into uh, Joan's bag for the map and she... He says something like, him. hey,
1: I dropped my cannoli.
0: Yes, and yeah. she kind of upends the table and kind of woman handles him. Um, she's, she's hefty. Yeah, I mean, she, she literally is the hefty woman.
1: Yeah. But then um, Jack and um, uh, Joan, they, they they kiss. and They
0: do, they have a big snog in the middle of the dance floor. And then they, At least it means they stop dancing.
1: They make love. <laughs>
0: They just sort of lie on top of each other. That's
1: the awkward moment. There's this awkward chat they're having when they're nude and he's lying on top of her.
0: Yeah, he's covering her boobs.
1: And she said, Kathleen Turner said later on that she didn't like working on this film Uh because she said that the director was too obsessed with getting a particular kind of shot and not worried about the actors.
0: I thought she did like working on it. Oh no, she liked working well, with Michael, she with Michael Okay, but she didn't enjoy the Zemeckis kind of trying to. No,
1: but I'm guessing she got over it because she's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well, yeah, isn't no,
0: she? Exactly, um, one of his. Yeah, but yeah. I'm
1: guessing this is one of those shots because that doesn't look comfortable. It at Doesn't all.
0: look comfortable. No, like because imagine how long you know filming doesn't take us anywhere near as long as you know the um, the length of a scene is like they've done that hundreds of times. Yeah. they've probably had to sit there for. I, mean, I guess they're they're. Um, Stand-ins would be there lying like that for the lighting. Yeah. You know, it, it, the, you, the blood supply would just be cut off, wouldn't yeah. it, after a while? Neither of
1: them look comfortable. Not really, They might as no. well be upside down.
0: <laughs> Hanging from the ceiling.
1: Yeah. But he, he he basically, at this point, is ready to, you know... Cut
0: and run. Cut and
1: run. Yeah. But she then says, you know what, maybe we should get that jewel. <laughs>
0: now he's shot his load. <laughs> I didn't want to
1: be coarse in this, Sorry. but you're just making it coarse.
0: <laughs> They're lying nude on top of each yes, other. But that's, that's clearly just, what's happened.
1: That's you know, subtext, isn't it? We're not supposed to get into the ins and outs of They should of have it. cut
0: away to fireworks or something. I didn't want a, I didn't want a sort
1: of bukaki session followed. <laughs> yeah. That's with a ghost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Moving
1: on. But anyway, yes. so yeah, she says, let's let's get that jewel. And then he thinks, hey, you know what? I don't have to double cross her now because she wants to come along with me. Yes,
0: exactly. So while he's
1: whispering sweet nothings into her ear, he slowly puts the map back in her bag. He
0: does. He had slipped it under the mattress where so, they were lying and he just sneaks it out. And I'm guessing it he
1: was going to Xerox it later. I don't understand. I the- think
0: he has Xeroxed it. So and what? he was just replacing it without her right. noticing. I think right. he was borrowing it, copying it, and then putting it back. Yeah. But now he doesn't need to because they're going to go together. So, all good. All so, fine. they sneak
1: out in the morning when Solo's men come.
0: They slide down a lamppost. They do.
1: It's very sexy. It's quite sexy. impressive.
0: No, it's cool because she's like wearing all of her kind of regalia and, you know, a flower tucked behind her ear again, I think. And then she kind of just whizzes down this lamppost. It's most, most impressive.
1: And they get in the nearest car they can find, which happens to be Danny DeVito's. He's
0: asleep in the back and with Because he's quite little. Face. You wouldn't
1: notice it. No, the
0: car's very little. I love that he's like a little package. He's like a, is it a Renault 4 or something? It looks it looked like, like a, a Renault Fiat. 4. Or maybe a Fiat. It's more like, like a Fiat suit,
1: bubble, not a bubble car, but, but like, it's a, a, like a cute little like an Uno. Car.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's dinky and it sort of suits his stature. It's kind of
1: like DeVito Uno. <laughs> I like it. It kind of works. <laughs>
0: but but yes, yeah, so anyway, so unbeknownst to them, they're driving off in his car. Mm. And um, and another nice moment, uh, Jack says, um, you know, she says to him, what are you doing? He's like, I'm hot wearing it. She's like... Try the key. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, DeVito's just left. You know, uh, uh, Ralph has left his keys in the ignition. Because he's
1: asleep in the car. Exactly. As you would.
0: It's a bit stupid, isn't it? But, mm. you know, it's a funny moment. So they drive off. They're yeah. being hotly pursued again, as usual, constantly being well, chased. Well, they don't get
1: pursued at this point.
0: Oh, don't they? No, they
1: just drive off.
0: That's right. And they, they go to the yet.
1: waterfall in the map. The map kind of, if you fold it together in a, a special way, yeah. Joan finds this. Yeah. There's a waterfall and she's like,
0: look. There's a the waterfall. It makes a kind of heart shape around the waterfall. That's which right. Which indicates where they should find the thing. So they go
1: through the waterfall. Yeah. And there's a, they, they find um, mother's milk, it says on the map.
0: Yeah. And also, I just like to point out, they're wet again. Yeah. They're wet about every 10 to 15 minutes in this film. Just just wanted to point that out.
1: It's a wet country. Now, in
0: a film degree, I would be like, what? why, why the significance of the water? Why are they always wet? He Probably.
1: likes boats.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> easy as that. <laughs> That's it. That's he, literally it. He's wow. preparing
1: her for a life at sea.
0: <laughs> he's preparing I'm glad you said that and not something else. No. Good. So yes, Mother's no. Milk, there's a little white pool. Pool,
1: yeah. And they dig in it and yeah. there's a rabbit statue.
0: Yeah, like a shit rabbit or a shit, sort of like a cartoon. She's like, oh,
1: in one of my books, the jewel was hidden in a rabbit.
0: Ah, uh, no, no, it was hidden in a statue. In a statue. So then he gets something and smashes this rather odd looking, like a modern looking sort of porcelain statue. Mm. And then they're wrapped up inside is this beautiful... Like the size of your fist, kind of green emerald in the shape of a heart.
1: And they're just about to celebrate this when Mm -hmm. Danny DeVito arrives.
0: So he's been pretending to be asleep in the back of the car because he's been obviously tracking them. And yeah, and he pulls a gun on them.
1: And he drops a little joke here, which becomes a bit of a kind of ooh moment. What's that? He says, let's get out of here before Batman comes home. Oh, so like you went on to play the penguin.
0: Oh, oh! but obviously he didn't know that then. No. no this but, you is, know, it's a nice little yeah. little call forward or call back or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so
1: they go to get in his car and he's like going, ha, 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 we're, I've, I've got the stone. And then he says, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, the whole of Zolo's army are coming.
0: Yeah. And it, there's like a huge chase then across the field. They're driving across sort of open fields, which is not great. And yeah, like people on horses, people in jeeps, like it's a full on yeah. charge of the light brigade thing. It's quite and a And Devito thinks it's
1: better to run than get in a car and drive.
0: Yes, obviously. No, well I guess he thinks he can go and hit sort of like cover or something. Yeah. get back into the jungle doesn't work though. no he's not i mean he's not the brightest of people and he can't run very fast because he's got little legs he's got um, tiny legs like yeah. but anyway so joan is driving and she said to jack get in and he's kind of hanging off the door and you know and then eventually he he manages to get in and then she drives them into a river
1: well they get the stone back as well
0: yeah oh, no he does he manages to get the but there's a shopping bag that danny DeVito's had the stone in he yeah. grabs it back off him and then yeah and they drive into a river um, she. I think she makes some joke about how. Well, the last time we did this, you know, there was a bridge hidden or something. But you know, she knows there's not going to be. So she does no. literally just drive a car into a rushing torrent of water, like a rapids. It is. It like is rubber dinghy rapids. rapids. They're, they're in. They're in an actual rapids. Yeah, and and she's trying to steer. Yeah. As the car sort of somehow manages to float because I guess the water's so fast moving, but it's I don't know if the physics of that are true or not. But she mm. but she's literally steering the wheel, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Mm. <laughs> like we're not that doesn't work." And they're heading towards the edge, obviously.
1: Yeah, and then they get to a waterfall, and they, they both have to leap out. They do. It's quite a nice little it's shot. A,
0: it's a really nice moment, and a, it's an incredible stunt. And the, you know mm. the, the stunt people were amazing because it kind of looks. It must have been very difficult to jump away from. Yeah. The thing as it hits the edge of the of the of the drop. It just it looked like quite a thing. To probably
1: got big boulders under there as well. Yeah. Bloody terrifying. I wouldn't want to do that. Anyway,
0: they do that rather brilliantly. Mm. And then um and then they end up on either side of the raging torrent at the bottom. Yeah. He's washed up on one rock and she's washed up on the other. He's got the jewel.
1: Yeah, she's got the map.
0: She's got the map but doesn't really need the map. I mean, she sort of does because they don't know that she's got the jewel yet, but map. Yeah. He
1: says that to her, doesn't he? He says, look, yeah. no, you've got the map. That's, they don't know we've got the stone. Exactly. I'll meet you at the hotel.
0: Yes. He knows where to go. He said, follow the setting sun. You're heading west. Like, I'll see you there. But that, obviously that's a big moment of like, do I trust him or not? She can't well, do she kind of says, it.
1: how do I know I can trust you? Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll see you at the hotel.
0: Yeah. Because again, they keep repeating this motive. Is he trustworthy? Is yeah. he trustworthy? And we don't know. And she doesn't know. No, I quite like that. Though the audience doesn't know either. Oh, absolutely. We don't know if he's going to double cross her. The possibility still has to be there so that when later she gets to the hotel and it's not clear if he's going to come or not, you're like, oh my God, is he an arsehole? Like, mm. Could he be an arsehole? But of course he's not. That's quite
1: a common thing now, but in those days it probably wasn't as common. No, there, I don't think you, so. You had to be Indiana Jones or nothing. You couldn't be Yes, slightly an ambiguous, ambiguous.
0: anti-hero.
1: Mm. Um, but you she should gets do about,
0: a film degree. You've got some of the words. Thanks very much.
1: <laughs> I borrow them from you occasionally. <laughs> I, I, if I need help I'll phone it's you so
0: patronising I love it
1: you know what patronising means
0: <laughs> no. I'll tell you later thanks
1: um, so she goes back to her hotel, to the hotel she was supposed to be in the she hotel rings Cartagena,
0: the... Cartagena in Cartagena there you go mm-hmm. she rings the kidnappers she still has the phone number in her very wet bag that bag has been doused and dried out by the sun so many times and all she had was that the number she wrote down in her New York apartment on a scrap of paper and she somehow still has the number.
1: I bet she still can't find her keys though, right?
0: <laughs> I bet she still doesn't remember to buy tissue. I bet not. The big wally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so she's got two hours. Yeah. And, and she's called the reception desk and says, has Jack come in yet?
0: That's and right. Goes,
1: no, señorita, not for two minutes. Not in the last two minutes. Not in the really. last two minutes.
0: It's underlining the fact that she's been nervously checking every Not two in the last
1: two minutes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But, but she's please don't do the voice. <laughs> um, so she doesn't think Jack's coming. You can see in her face. Yeah. She's like, I shouldn't have trusted this guy. I'm an idiot. Anyway, yeah. I've got important things to do. So the kidnappers tell her to get a water taxi to this secret location uh, where they're going to do the exchange between yep. the map and the sister. Yeah, they're going to And do then the
1: they do the exchange. She, she gets gets lane back. Yeah. They grab the map. They're all happy. Yeah. And then at the last second Zolo there's a, arrives. There's a
0: bullet. It's always an that they always arrive announced by bullets. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, clearly something bads happened and Jack sticks his head around the corner. He's like, hey, hi. And then he's followed by clearly the police who've caught he him. says, I missed you at the hotel. Aww, yeah. It was so sad. So he didn't He didn't let her down. He did no. try to see her, but he did get caught. Yeah. Unfortunately. And then
1: Zolo sets fire to the map he and just says, burns it you don't need that. this anymore. They've got the stone.
0: I think it'd still be too wet.
1: I, I agree.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Unless it was in a Ziploc bag.
0: Well, precisely. And it was to start with, but then then it was just, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's been over a waterfall. There's no yeah. way it'd still be flammable. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he, then he, and he, already, he knows that they already have the stone. So he knows exactly what's gone on and he just wants what he wants.
1: So Zolo says, tell me where the stone is. And she she says, I don't know. And then he takes it to the crocodiles <gasps> and says, "Yeah," what? and cuts her.
0: Well, we've met the crocodiles a few times just in passing, haven't we? We've established yeah. that he's nasty and he's got crocodiles as pets. And Ira keeps referring to them
1: as a lovely pair of snappers or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And and he yeah he cuts her hand or her wrist her hand, and then yeah. yeah drops blood into the crocodile pit to kind of get yeah. them all excited. And obviously Jack, that's when you see Jack, obviously you know Jack hasn't let her down. And then he looks really worried, like mm. genuinely for the first time, like they're going to hurt her. I think I love her. Like you can see his, their faces do all of this acting. It's brilliant. Yeah. But you can tell from the way he reacts to that, that actually... There's a bit more in the game here than just his dinky. It's his heart as well.
1: Well, you say not more than just his dinky, <laughs> but that's where he's keeping the stone. Well,
0: I know. That was clever. I like that. It's like it's in a safe place. It's a nice
1: reveal because <laughs> they go to punch him in the nuts. Yes. And then it goes
0: twang. Yes, exactly. And I think maybe the man who punched him in the nuts hurts his hand on the stone because it's so big, you know, clearly. And it's shoved down his wife runs.
1: And he kicks it down his trouser leg. He just shakes
0: it down, it lands on the floor. Yeah, and yeah. then,
1: well, he doesn't let it land on the floor because no. he then drop kicks it. No,
0: that's right, it lands on the toe of his boot and yeah. he like, hoys it over the everyone's heads. Yeah. But, but then so the bad baddie...
1: He catches it.
0: Catches it in a gloved hand. And then what we'll happens to But him. his hand is over the water <gasps> where what lives in water... Well, you should know, they're your pets, you stupid man. Yeah. And a, and a crocodile just comes up like Captain Hook, you know, and Peter Pan, yeah. and just like, and bites his hand off. And actually, the noise it makes was really convincingly like someone had just bitten the guy's hand off. And the... Gush of blood, of blood as well. Oh, it's horrible. horrible. Really nasty. So his hand is bitten clean off the stone and all. Yeah. And now the crocodile has the stone. Jack's like trying to keep an eye on the crocodile, trying to keep an eye on his, you know, his woman. Um, But yeah, it kind of sets up this big set piece for the end, which is brilliant, where he's like torn between the two.
1: Yeah, because he's uh, much like uh, Captain Hook. He's (laughs) torn between saving his girlfriend and and trying to stop a crocodile. Yeah,
0: with a clock in its stomach. No, no, no. No. That's that's a different. No, we're we're, we're completing the two things. (laughs) It's it's, it's a hand and a rock. And a rock. Yeah. Uh, um, but
1: he he lets the crocodile go. Yeah, and he goes up to save Joan. But by the time he gets there, she doesn't need rescuing. No, she sorted no. it herself.
0: Yeah, she's had a a fight with his big bloody baddie. Although he has got one hand, so I guess they're suggesting he's slightly disabled. So she was able to best him in a fight because otherwise he'd just have snapped her like a twig. True. Um, but yeah, she. So she has a knife. There's a mirroring of the scene at the start of the film. Yeah, her novel with Grogan, where she's like, I, he says something like, um, "How do you want to die? Slowly like a something, or quickly like a something else." Mm. And um, and 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 she has a blade behind her back, which she
1: stole off him earlier.
0: Which she stole off him earlier, and the light flashes on the blade because it's like all the all the, the daggers are very clean. It's lovely; mm. they've polished them. And um, and so she's she's kind of holding this dagger, thinking like, when's the time to strike? You know, and he's got a piece of wood in his hand, and you know her eyes have suddenly light up, and she throws it, and he stops it with a piece of wood. And it's like, oh, shit, now what's she going to do? But somehow she still manages to kill him.
1: Well, she sets him on fire.
0: She she shoves him in a puddle of flames and then he staggers uh, accidentally into a pit of crocodiles. Yeah, and gets eaten. And gets eaten. Well, and barbecued I'm, simultaneously yeah must have quite you know, nice for them nice for the crocodiles I bet it smelled good
1: and then um, Danny DeVito tries to run away and this is one of my favourite moments yes uh, he, his, brother, his cousin Ira gets on the boat and leaves him there yeah and then he says I'll come back for you <laughs> when
0: soon
1: <laughs> how soon
0: <laughs> very soon
1: <laughs> and they just leave him there
0: they just leave him there they couldn't give less of a shit about him there's no love there
1: <clears throat> so yeah Joan has rescued Elaine everything's great she's rescued herself and then we cut back to her Agent reading her newest novella. Yeah,
0: yeah. Crying there's a nice, her eyes out. There's a nice fade where she's. Don't know, Jack. So the crucial thing is Jack says goodbye to her. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. The, she's like, "You're leaving me." Kind of. He checks that the girls are okay, and he's like, "Right, I've got." He's still got a crocodile to catch up with. Like, how the hell he plans to? Do well, that? he also know, the but, police
1: are coming, and he says, "Oh, there's a history with me yeah. and the police."
0: He can't stick around, and also he really wants that crocodile because if there's any chance he can still buy his boat, then he's he's going to go for it. Johnny. Yeah. Okay. All right, here's what we gotta do. Get to the American consulate. Just, just tell him everything. Well, where are you going? They might even believe you, but just one thing. Don't mention my name. Cartagena cops and I go way back. Elaine, it's been a pleasure.
1: You're leaving? You're leaving me?
0: You're going to be all right, Joan Wilder.
1: Yeah. And then so he horribly he, belly flops. Well he's, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a really beautiful dive. It's supposed it looks, to swan
0: like dive off yeah. the wall into the sea and swim away. But yeah, he just kind of drops. <laughs> it like, didn't look very like good. Stone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so she's kind of in profile, hair sort of flailing behind her, yeah. looking after where he's just jumped. And then it cross fades to her. In New York, suddenly looking like Kathleen fucking Turner. She's got, like, the hair and the makeup and the pussy bow blouse. And she suddenly looks like the 80s Kathleen Turner we all know and love. Not the lovely girl, the kind of the sophisticated woman. Mm. I preferred her in the nightshirt and socks. But, you know, Mm. okay. Maybe she she can do that in the evenings. (laughs) Perhaps, yes, when no one's looking. But Mm. she looks very, like, she's kind of come... Into her own, and she's this suddenly she's she's this like self-actualized woman.
1: Well, she says to her that you you know you're a hopeless romantic, and she says, "No, I'm a hopeful." Hopeful,
0: romance. and she has a little half smile, like ah, maybe, maybe. But you know, she clearly hasn't seen Jack since the day in no. in in Colombia, and now uh, she's just trying to get on with her life. And well, she's written a book. about She's it. written the story of their adventures as a. As a romantic novel, yeah, exactly. Her
1: agent cries.
0: And she cries, and it's like the best one she's ever written. Mm. It's going to take her into the big league, you know, Mm. all that. So clearly, it's important to establish that she has become the person she needs to be. Not with a man's help, she just has found out who she really is. She's proved her mettle on this incredible adventure, and is now writing amazing books.
1: So she then leaves her agent, picks up some brown... Paper shopping, yeah, like they do in America. The American
0: groceries in an yeah. American bag that you have to hug to your chest. Well, there's no fa- handles. Yeah,
1: that's.
0: Oh. I mean, I, I approve of the whole no plastic thing. Like great, like really ahead of its time. Yeah, but there's no way of holding them apart from cuddling your shopping. No, but you know that's like a cute, like American thing, isn't like I'm. Cuddling my shopping. I live in New York, and I cuddle shopping. Yeah, but what's
1: in front of her building, Julia? What the fuck?
0: It's a massive fucking yacht oh! on a trailer in the middle of the street, if you please. What the heck? And she see, and the minute she sees it, she's like, "I know who this is."
1: It's it's Tom Howard.
0: <laughs> Yay! Come away with me. <laughs> oh, where's there? Yeah, it's a, it's it's. He's finally obviously he's caught up with the crocodile. Yeah, because he's Jesse. Wearing- so Jesse, no, ah, Jesse, Jack. Jesse yeah. is the character in her novels. Jack is wearing crocodile boots, yeah. much like Jimmy Nail. Like Jimmy Nail. Yeah, uh, doesn't sing the song, thank God. Mm. And um, and she's got some flowers sticking out of her grocery bag, and she inexplicably dumps her. Gro- he lowers a step ladder. No, not a step ladder, a rope ladder. Rope ladder, yeah. She gets the flowers. I almost expected her to like put them in her teeth, mm. but she holds them in one hand, slightly awkwardly climbs up the rope ladder, and then snogs him. Titles.
1: Let me get this Saxon.
0: The saxy piano thing. Dun, dun. Yeah, it sort of didn't quite work. Some of no. the music in this wasn't quite right. I don't. You think.
1: needed a nice ballad at the end there. I well, yeah,
0: thought. maybe something by Marty Webb or or
1: even you know when the going gets tough, the tough gets going would have been. I mean,
0: that would have been terrific. perfect. Yeah, but it sets it. It sets up. And th- they must have already. They must have known they were going to do the next film, did they? I don't. know I bet it was like a two picture deal. <laughs> I'm I, imagining that's how it's. Uh, I
1: reckon not. But as soon as the, so. the box office went mental, well, actually,
0: yes, it did super well. I guess if Zemeckis' last film had bombed, then maybe they were going to wait and see. Zemeckis back. didn't do the sequel. Oh, did he not? No. Oh. I didn't realise. Nothing to do with it. Who did the second one? I don't know. know. Look it up. Phone in and say. (laughs) Don't phone in, it's just for fun. Do you you want to look it up now? I'll look it up now. I can can fill, if you like, while you're uh, on the internet. You fill. But yeah, no, the final scene is really lovely um, because it's like a huge, um, (coughs) it's a huge street in, I think it's New York, isn't it? Yeah. And um, there's hardly any other traffic there, just this massive trailer with this really quite substantially huge, I mean, you could live on it, definitely, Mm. yacht, and the two of them are on deck driving away from the camera, strange music playing, and they're just basically on deck snogging each other's faces off. It's delightful. It's like wish fulfilment, but it's kind of, it's on on her terms because she's who she wants to be and doesn't need him to save her, but she's very pleased to see he's back because the sex must have been good. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's just a very satisfactory ending.
1: I think she was a big fan of the awkward on top chats.
0: She must have loved that, yeah, Mm. yeah did not look comfortable no no.
1: Uh, the sequel was directed by Lewis Teague
0: never heard of him sorry Lewis
1: he also directed the film Cujo did he and the Stephen King film Cat's Eye oh, and Navy Seals which is a terrible film is
0: it bad okay <coughs> so so far in your he's not he's not ticking many boxes in your book is he no no
1: but we've come to the point
0: the end where I'm going to ask you some questions <laughs> oh yes I know okay good
1: for your little red book
0: I've got a little red book it's nice isn't you it you have
1: it's very small it's
0: lovely you should you get a bigger one. You, no, you don't want an unwieldy book when you're, you're doing a podcast, John. I like having an A5. <laughs> my, I don't, what's that, A6? Is that an A6? That's an A6. Yeah, it's, it's, it's petite and uh, yeah, I like it. It fits in the palm of your hand. Just, just do that for the page that you can hear. It's my notebook, there we go. Everyone knows what a notebook <laughs> is. Okay, fine, sorry. You're,
1: you're not some sort of sage. <laughs> you're more like an onion.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um,
1: first question, who is best, Arnie or Sly?
0: I think um, Arnie. Mm-hmm. Because even though he's foreign, he... So sly. Is e- <laughs> well, yeah, I I mean, know what you mean. He's I mean. easier to understand. Yes. Like, I mean, I, and, I, and I speak as someone who's had Bell's palsy. I did have that thing where you're fa- you wake up one day... I've had your that as well. Work. Terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. Having a stroke, it's absolutely mind I had it when terrifying. I was 13. Did you? Mm-hmm. I had it when I was in my 20s. It was really frightening. Yeah. But um, yeah, so no, I, I, I understand that, you know, his face maybe works differently, but I, I just think Arnie's got more charisma.
1: Yep, I agree. And,
0: and he's more taller and he seems like a stand-up guy. I don't know, just prefer him. No, I agree. Can I just say he's better? Mm. I don't know why.
1: In your opinion, what's the best action movie of all time?
0: Well, if I can, I mean, I'm a fan of olden times films, very much so. Um, so if it counts as one, I would like to say The 39 Steps.
1: I'd say that counts as one. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. I think it's brilliant. Just that whole hanging off the railway bridge in Scotland. and Oh, just, it's absolutely brilliant. It never lets up in its kind of, it, the pace and the...
1: Not the Robert Powell remake then?
0: Well, I mean, I didn't think that was bad, I but like no, that the the original... It's David Warner. Is, yes, exactly. Good cast. But um, no, the um, is it Robert Donut one, I think he's just... Mm, no. Exemplary. Yeah. Very, very thrilling. And I love how London and Scotland looks in it and just everything about it is just brilliant.
1: Excellent. OK, so terrorists have taken over a skyscraper. <laughs> you can take three celebrities with you to stop them. Who are you taking up the shard and why?
0: Well, so... Um, this, this this might sound a bit left field but this occurred to me because this is very much sort of rooted in the 80s action film this film was made in the 80s mm. 80s and 90s so it just this popped into my head and suddenly it made all the sense so the team from Changing Rooms so they're really good at like ruining the insides of buildings yeah so I figured like you get Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen yeah um, just because he makes, you know, horrible messes horrible. in the inside of buildings. Then you also get Linda Barker, who smashed all those teapots. teapots yeah. And then Handy Andy, who I think may have been responsible he for the shelving. Well, he did, yeah, you see. So you want at least one voice of reason. Plus
1: you can tell he is a voice of reason, because yeah. in the immediate aftermath, he literally turns around to them and goes, it's your fault.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Passing the buck, passing the buck. But I like the idea that he'd have tools and you would probably be able to get you into lift shafts and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, to, to, to for people who can just absolutely cock up the interior of any building. I think they could they could make it so that the terrorists would... Uh, even even if they just made like really ugly rooms, the terrorists would be so distracted by the awfulness of them. You could probably have time to call the police or, you know, just, you know, just cut them while they weren't looking. Brilliant. <laughs> so the team from Changing Rooms, I'm saying the three of those, any three really.
1: Perfect. Okay. Uh, if you could go back in time and stop someone being born, who is it? Much like Desert Island Discs, I'm giving you Hitler.
0: Okay, so I've got Hitler. If this is... I mean, I can't think of anyone who's not obvious. Donald Trump, obviously or Esther Ransom but then Childline wouldn't happen so I don't know what's wrong
1: with Esther oh, I just think she's awful
0: <laughs> so Donald Trump or Esther uh, yeah
1: that's saying that they're comparable okay well Donald Trump then <laughs> okay good yeah. I was going to say I'm not I'm not like the president of the Esther Ransom fan club but
0: well, <laughs> anymore since anymore. they kicked you out yeah
1: yeah it's because I kept doing that tooth thing <laughs> uh if yeah, uh, we've done that one. Uh, a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Rocky Balboa and John Matrix, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah, Commando. Yeah. Who wins? Why
0: do you want them to keep fighting all the time? Why can't they just get along? Okay, well, if they had to have a fist fight, obviously Rocky's a boxer. Mm. You're going to get everyone saying the same thing, aren't you? By Rocky's a boxer. If you take away the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Arnie's guns. I mean, he's still huge and you know a bodybuilder, and but I don't know. I think if for, for ducking and diving and skills. I'm guessing Rocky would probably win. Yeah. Okay. Although I'm sure he's shorter, isn't he? Much shorter. Short, yeah. shows, But you know, I don't know. If it's, a, if it's a boxing match, I'm going with Rocky.
1: Yeah, well, Rocky beat Ivan Drago, who's much taller than and him. And
0: he's much taller. Well, then fine, Rocky, yeah. easy. Okay, it's good. no brainer.
1: And if you had to make your own 80s action movie, what would it be about and who would be the lead?
0: Well, obviously, yachts, it um, has to be yacht based. Yeah. Um, if it's an 80s action film, then, I mean, immediately I'd say, like, make Howard's Way the movie. But you know, if we can't do that, then if it's something based on a boat, then Steven Seagal has to be in it, obviously, as a mm. kind of fat chef with a much thinner body double. <laughs> by the time there's one, I think it's called <laughs> Belly. I should have done a Stephen Seagal, but there's one called <laughs> Belly of the Beast. Have you seen that one? I've seen the
1: poster for it. And, I think...
0: his, um, and it, it might be one where he's a chef on a boat, but I can't remember. He's always a chef on a boat. But by this time, he's become so rotund, uh-huh. but he, he refuses stunt doubles who are equal to him in, in like girth so his yeah. stunt double's like these really skinny kind of muscly dudes and he's just this enormous flump and I really like the, the cut between the two so I want him to be in something on a boat yeah just that's it I mean I'm not fussy just him on a boat in whatever context you know but what's it gonna be called stuff and fat chef fat chef on a boat
1: <laughs> perfect well race fat I...
0: chef on a boat Fuck stuff up Fuck, fat yeah. chef
1: on a boat, fuck stuff up. Fuck shit up. You might have a problem with the post. All on.
0: right, was fat chef on a boat then. Fat
1: chef on a boat's good. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, Julia, thank you so much
0: for romancing for the stone. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? It was good. Just like it's a lovely film.
1: We'd all like to write our own reviews, Julia, but yeah, it was good.
0: <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> That's my critical opinion. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. It's been so much fun. Yeah, bye. See ya.